Welcome back, listeners. Uh, podcast three, probably two more than we expected that we'd be doing. Um, I've got with me tonight Scotty Kellner and D Webb. D Webb, how are you today, mate? Very good, mate. Very good. Uh, Scotty, how are you, mate? Absolutely flying, boys. Can't wait to get into this week. I um. And I'm your host, Lowy, obviously. Let's have a quick talk uh, quickly about if you could play match play against one professional except for Tiger Woods, who would it be, D-Web? Jeez, I like being put on the spot. Um, I'd, right now, 100% I'd go Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, nice choice. I reckon, I reckon he'd be like a – he'd be looking for your ball a lot. Because you'd be 20 metres past him. That's how long you hit it. Scotty, tell me who you'd like to play with rather than Tiger in match play. Mm, It's a very good question. I think I'm going to go with um, Sergio. I have to go with Sergio, don't I? Oh, well, Sergio's your mate. You might as well just play with him every weekend. Yeah, I do. Have to get him on the podcast, mate. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to join us, Lowy. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if he could uh, boost the numbers up. Just like to thank our seven subscribers that we've got at the moment. Um, if you want to do us the boys a big favour and share our podcast as much as you can. If you enjoy it, that'd be fantastic. And if you, uh, and if you don't, my, if, if you don't enjoy the podcast, then we just appreciate if you just keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> That sounds like sounds pretty fair, Scotty. That does sound pretty fair. Um, I would probably like to play match play against uh, my twin, Shane Larry. I think he would be a person uh, that would be fun, one and open, uh, doesn't hit the ball too long, uh, enjoys his food. I think the, the after nine holes, there'd be a pie and a couple of beers. And um, yeah, I reckon that'd be an enjoyable round. If you two made it, All right, mate, so let's. On, uh, okay, if you two made it to eighteen holes and you're still standing, I'd be surprised. <laughs> I think I'd be surprised too, to be honest with you. Um, I just think that uh, me and him have a bit in common, and I think it'd be a good round of golf. Give us your best Irish accent, Lowy. Oh, to be sure, to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> um, all right, so. Let's quickly run down our bets last week. Uh, D Webb, you're on Cantlay, mate. No uh, good, mate. He was he kept getting close, and every time he did, he seemed to throw out a double bogey and uh, just um, killed me, mate. Third round, I thought he was really coming and put himself in the mix. There's only a couple back, 14th hole, short par four. You know, finds a fairway. He had 124 yards in um, and missed it. 20, 20 yards right into the water, and that cooked him. He just couldn't finish off. And, um, yeah, yep. so he was surprisingly uh, inconsistent and had some big scores, which I didn't expect. And the bloke who won, Johnny Rahm's been inconsistent. Next minute he has best week he's had in a long time. And great to see, by the way. But, yeah, in hindsight, I could never have picked him. 
Yeah, no, I don't. I've got a bit of a story about uh, the Ram this weekend, but that'll get to me in a second. Scotty, how'd your bets go? DJ, mate, I think he had uh, yeah. 10 well, under. Um, well, Lowie, last week we spoke about uh, the magic of social media and, and getting distracted. Um, I got distracted looking at Paulina's Instagram account, and I dead set reckon DJ got distracted looking at his own missus Instagram account because he went out, missed the cut, 16 over. Only Lingmurth, the Swede, at 20 over, was below him on the leaderboard. And that is absolutely disgraceful from somebody. We know he's, he's, not, we know he's hot and cold, um, he's on or he's off, but, I mean, nobody would have seen that. Would they? 16 over, that's, that's horrendous. That's a lowest score on Saturday comp at Virginia. <laughs> For 42 points, mate. <laughs> Yeah, hey, <laughs> correct. <laughs> Not that many, but a, a sneaky little uh, 33 points beat D Webb by one point on the weekend. Great work, well done. Um, so let me tell you about my bet. If you don't remember, I had a, uh, a four-leg multi on uh, overall positions. So the first leg of Victor, uh, he beat Webb Simpson, win. Xander beat Ricky, win. Abraham Acer beat Daniel Berger win and of course Colin lost to John Rahm lose multi didn't get up uh, I was talking to D-Web on Saturday hoping that Colin shot a 63 and Rahm shot a 72 and then Rahm shot another 72 and then Colin shoots another 63 and I, my, my multi might have got up but um, didn't really have much of a chance when Rahm started to switch on so um, technically Rahm cost me my multi um, but it is my one of my favourite foods is um, rum and noodles so um, I'll forgive him for that. So let's move forward towards the 3M Open this weekend. Uh, D-Webb, what do you want to talk about with the course, mate? Is it TPC Twin City? Is that right? That's correct, my friend. And uh, last year was the first running of the events at this venue. It has sand and water everywhere. So I think for the average packs, like yourself and I, we would need to take a lot of golf balls. But for these guys, um, it's actually not as hard as what it looks. And I think um, Matty Wolf won it last year and he was 21 under maybe. It was around that mark. He was a long way uh, under par and, um, yeah, they just eat it up. So, uh, yeah, it um, should be another interesting rendition, this one, I think. Um you know, looking for someone who keeps the ball in play, stays out of trouble. Uh, distance, I think, can be a bit of a help here. You know, if you look at the guys up, you know, the three top last year were Wolf, Morikawa and DeChambeau. Um, yeah, they can all get it out there, obviously. And, um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Matty Wolf was the number one tee to green last year. So you've got to give yourself a lot of looks. Have a good week with the putter and uh, see what happens. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't get much of this uh, tournament last year, so I haven't really looked into the course this much uh, yet. But I have a bit of an idea of who I'm looking for this weekend. So while we're looking at uh, talking about bets, let's start with, um, let's say, 
Bubba Watson, D-Web. What do you think of Bubba's chances this weekend? Yeah, look, he hasn't been going that well of late, but due to the strength of this field, he's he's, near the pointy end of the market. So, look, he's hard to have on recent form, but, look, if he gets hot, and again, he's one of those guys, if if the course suits his eye, he can play well and go low. And uh, I'm not sure he played here last year, but I'm going to stand to be corrected. Um, But, yeah, I'm interested there he goes, but... Happy to miss him this week. Yep. Scotty, you got any words about Bubba, mate? Yeah, no, not a, not a big fan of this week. I mean, as Webby touched on it, uh, he performs in different places. And, um, you know, he, a, big, a big thing with Bubba is if, if the course does suit his eye, and, and to be completely honest with you, I don't know if this is that course for him. And, and I'll be staying away from him this week. Yeah, I don't mind um, staying away from Bubba this weekend. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those players. He just seems to be just moping along and can turn it on or can turn it off whenever he wants. And I just think that this weekend won't really suit his style of play. Um, let's move forward to Harris English. Uh, D-Web, what yeah, do you he's think? been going well. He's uh, 13th, 17th, last two starts. Uh, he played in this last year, missed the carpet. I wouldn't worry too much about that. He's, he's going a lot better now and had a really solid year. So, for me, he's one who can definitely win. So, yeah, definitely one for the uh, to think about. That's good odds at the moment, 26 to 1. So, Scotty, what do you think, mate, of Harris? Yeah, it's 26 to 1, mate. Um you know, he's pretty consistent. He's had nine top 20s, I think, this uh, season. Um, just don't think he's a winner for me. All right. That's a pretty simple answer. We're going to move on to um, Paul Casey. Um, anybody want to talk about Paul Casey? Do no, you Scott Dog will probably jump on him. He likes the Paul Casey side, but every now and then. But, again, he didn't play last year. He's, to me, he's looking for a bit of form. Um, if he's at his best and his tee to green game is on, he can easily play well here. I do prefer him in slightly harder tracks because um, he doesn't have a tendency of others to go super low. But, yeah, look, I think he needs to be at his best, which he isn't, so I'll swerve in, but it could be surprised. Scotty, what do you think, mate? Yeah, nothing against him as a as a person, obviously. But speaking of tendencies, Paul Casey has a tendency to choke. Um, and come Sunday, I want I want somebody that doesn't look like a bloody deer in headlights. So I'm going to stay away from him this week. You think you'll make the cut? You'll probably win it. Now that I've said that, mate, the way I'm travelling at the moment. <laughs> You know, that's, um, that's PGA golf betting. Um, it's it's tough to it's tough to get a winner. It's um, that's why you get pretty decent odds. You know, 140 in most fields. Um, that's what makes two weeks ago with Justin Thomas hurt even more. But thanks for bringing that up. I'm going to stop living in the park. He'll make the cut. He'll make the cut. Um, top 20 off. Yeah, nice. Matty Wolf. D-Webb, what are your thoughts on Matty Wolf, mate? Oh, has to be considered. Defending champ here in, what, his second or third pro start on the tour. He almost won three starts back in yep. Detroit, but behind DeChambeau. He was pretty solid again last week. Yeah, he's definitely one of the top few picks, I think. Could easily go back-to-back for me. He's um, hits a ball a mile. 
you know, he's good good at all other areas. If he's if his iron plays on, he'll play well. And uh yeah, like his chances. Yeah, twenty three dollars is pretty good uh, price for a defending champion. What do you think, Scotty? Yeah, uh, type of twenty two at the memorial. Um I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you, you're going to be familiar with the name Matthew Wolf. He's got one of the most unique swings going on tour and it's quite interesting and fascinating to watch. I even look at it uh, and think, geez, someone with a swing that looks like that can hit that ball that well. It almost gives me hope. Um, defending champ rule here. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no due to the... For the defending champ rule here, I'm, I'm going to stay away. Yeah, it's a good rule to have. Um, it, uh, it doesn't really pay off very often, people going back to back. So let's move on to Tony Finau, a big hitter, D-Web. Um, genuinely a good chance, in my opinion, this weekend. What about you? Yeah, just going back to what Scotty said, I really should have used his defending champ rule last week with Cantlay, but, you know, so be it. Um, Tony Finau, last week, look, he was he was awesome for three rounds and then within three holes, he shot himself out of it with some pretty ordinary short game um, work. So, yeah, a lot of positives, I think, for him to take out of last week. And the reality is, is what happened to him could have happened to anyone and, um, I'd prefer to see someone who was in the mix and kind of fell away late than someone who backed order top 10. So definitely happy with that. He played here last year, finished 23rd. Uh, that was coming off three missed cuts as well. So he wasn't in great nick this time last year when he played here. And um, so, yeah, I think the course will suit him well. He seems to like it. Uh, he spoke pretty highly of it last time. And, you know, there's a lot of good opportunities for him for eagles and birdies. Uh, so definitely for me, it's yeah, someone to seriously consider. Scotty, what do you think of Tony, mate? Yeah, I like Tony Finau, and um, I don't think I don't think he'll be far away this week. As um, as Webby said, this the course was set up pretty well for him. Um, you know, he was tied for three in greens hit on route the result here last week at the three M Open. So um, I think he'll be up there come Sunday, but just whether or not he has that, uh, I just don't know if he's got that killer instinct to really put the foot on the throat and go down and, and go out and get the job done. So he's, he's on a short list. Yeah, that, that seems to be a little bit of a, a common thing with him. Uh, he likes to win when he stumbles across the line. He doesn't go chasing the victory. Um, I just like the way he hits the ball, and I think the the course will really suit him. Um, let's move on to the next bloke, also at fifteen dollars, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, D Web. First uh, first event back from him from COVID break. He's right? resuming from a very long spell indeed. Um, I don't think he's played since the Arnold Palmer way back when. So <laughs> who knows what type of shape he's in? The, the course should suit him. Um, surely he can't be as sharp as others in the market. And, uh, yeah, again, he's a bit like Casey. I mean, I kind of prefer him on the harder tracks anyway, um, as opposed to trying to go crazy low. So definitely going to give him a miss. Um, but I hope he goes well. Scotty, what do you think of Tommy, mate? Now, speaking of Tommy and harder tracks, did I read somewhere during the week, I don't know if you boys have saw it, that he just shot a 64. Obviously, the weather must have been pretty beneficial, but he shot a 64-round Shinnecock. 
Anyone read that? Uh, yeah, I didn't read that, mate. Yeah, so, I mean, he's obviously hitting him well. I think a, a player of that class, you know, despite the break, is is um he's always going to be out there thereabouts. And I actually I actually don't mind him this week. I think he's got the game to go well here. I think he's he's got the, the nature and the attitude of it's not going to phase him whether or not he's uh, been playing much competitive golf of late. So, yeah, Tommy Fleetwood, um, yeah, I like him. I um, actually do really like Tommy Fleetwood. I've backed him in a lot of tournaments previously. Um, always picked the wrong tournaments to back him in. Uh, I think that's the, the story of everybody's life in this podcast. Always pick him the week before or two weeks before a win. Positive vibes. Uh, might, Positive vibes, boys. Might uh, give him a miss this weekend. Um, practice rounds are different than TVs and TV rounds, so uh, I might just keep an eye on him, hopefully, for the next week. Um, next one, Brooks Kepka. Uh, D-Webb played pretty solid last week. What do you think his chances are this week? Who knows? I mean, he hasn't really shown a lot since he's been back. He's still talking about having a problem with his knee. I don't know where he's at at the moment. I think he's definitely at this price in the market on prior form. And if he's anywhere near that, he, he can contend and he can win. But, Jesus, I like to see guys coming in with, with a bit of form behind their belt. And, yeah, not for me. Scotty, what do you think of Brooks this weekend, mate? Yeah, it's 16 mean, to 1. Yeah, he could. I just – it's not the – um, it's not just – the 3M US Open by any chance, is it? <laughs> no, mate, just the 3M. Just the 3M. Open. Just the, uh, it's not a major this week. Yeah, so again, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it. I don't. I I think he. I just don't know where he's at. So um, I'm gonna stay away. But I mean, he could come out and blitz it and take everyone's money. But he's not going to be taking. He's not going to be winning anything for me this week. I don't think. I actually watched a uh, PGA video on YouTube today about golf is hard, and it was about last week's tournament and D. Uh, sorry, and Brooks Koepka features featured in that a lot. So, to me, by the looks of it, last week I didn't see much of the coverage of him. It looked like he might have struggled a little bit, and I think he just has too much of a laid back. Uh, <laughs> kind of persona to um, to really contend at some of these smaller um, tournaments. So Brooks is a no for me this weekend, um, but you don't see him at 15s very often. Uh, so that's a little a little different, I think. You don't see me at 15s too that have yeah. had one top 10 in nine starts this year. So... Well, that's... Yeah. That's, you know, it's... Uh, He's um he's definitely up there in price because of name more than form, yeah. I think. Um Scotty, I'll start with D Webb, but let's talk about the favorite, Dustin Johnson, that just came off sixteen over in two two rounds at eleven dollars to win this tournament. Who is that? Paulina's man. <laughs> DJ Scotty, talk to me. Oh sorry, D Webb, talk to me about DJ and what do you think he's going to be like this weekend? It probably shows the strength of this market and how weird golf betting is that he's in front considering how bad he was last week. And then DJ being DJ, that was coming off a win. So 
good luck working out what you're going to get because he was pretty ordinary last week. Um, it's a big change to make. He's here for the first time. I don't think that really is going to matter too much. Um, look, if he won, it, it wouldn't surprise. It's DJ. Like he can he can get hot and go nuts and um, yeah, but can you trust him? It's going to be a big one this week. So I think he'll go all right. Put him down for a top 10, maybe top 15 for me. That's still a pretty good result for a bloke that just just seems very inconsistent, but consistently inconsistent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, Scotty, talk to me about your man, DJ. Yeah, well, I talked him up and his missus last week, didn't I? I, I, I did make the comment that he generally holds his form around a win. And he came out and served up that load of trollop. So, so in saying that, everybody who's listening to our seven subscribers and new listeners out there, welcome. Go out, put your house on Dustin Johnson to win this week because he probably will. <laughs> because I will not be on him, but he'll probably get the job done. And that'll give me another golfer to put on my list of never ducking again. Yep, because uh, betting with your heart always seems to win money, doesn't it, Scotty? It does all the time. I love it how that's your motto, Lowy, because that's my motto too, mate. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get to uh, our picks this weekend. Uh, D-Web, do you want to kick us off and let us know? Or if you've got somebody else you want to talk about? No, I'm pretty happy to jump in my tip. Yeah. Scotty, you got no one else you want to bring up, talk about? Yeah, I wouldn't mind uh, bringing up Eric Van Ruin, the South African. What did I just say? The, yep. the South African. The South African. Um, Good enough for me. You know, he was game uh, tied for 22nd um, last week. Uh, ball striker. So he's inside the top 10 at the Memorial in uh, greens and reg proximity strokes game T to green. So he's obviously hitting the ball very well. Um, Lois, uh, maybe I think you mentioned earlier that distance might not hurt. I think he's ranked 14th in tour off dri- in driving distance. So look, he's a bit of a left field. He does come in very nicely in the without market. Um, so that, I think that's a strong consideration. So, you know, there are some, you know, uh, top world golfers at, at the top of the market. If you are choosing to take uh, one of them, you might like to consider taking Van Ruin in the without. All right. Good, good shout. Uh, I don't really know much about him, but I've just slipped him into one of my multis. So uh, let's talk, uh, let's talk selections. d who you got this weekend? It's time, boys. It's time for the big fella for me to step up. I'm getting on him. I reckon he's building. He's been playing great golf recently. You know, this course, if he hits as well as we did last week, he's going to be scaring some course records. He uh, recently shot a 59 on his home track, and I'm hoping for his sake that he can go stupid low here and uh, and get the job done for us. So I think the odds are great. I've already jumped on him at 17s on Betfair. And uh, I think they're great odds for a bloke who was right in the mix last week on a much harder track. Yeah, nice. I like it. I like Tony. He's uh, he's in actually in my multi as well. 
So, uh, Scotty, what do you think this weekend, mate? Yeah, I really like Finau as well. I obviously just gave away a tip uh, with Van Ruin in the without market. Uh, yeah. I think he's playing good golf. He's, he's, um, I think he's the way his game shapes up. I think he's really in a position to to really do some damage here this week. But if any of these top guys are uh, doing damage as well, you know, I don't think he will, he will get near them. Um, but yeah, Finau. Those odds that you just said, D Web, uh, seventeen bucks. Um, that's pretty juicy for for someone that's in, in fine form. I think he'll. We talk about a lot in our uh, in our groups in, in PGA betting of a storyline, and I think uh, this will be a pretty good storyline this week to come back and and win well after not finishing as well as he would have liked to uh, at the Memorial. So a storyline tick. His game's in top shape tick. Um, he, he didn't mind this track last year, finishing 23rd. So uh, I'm going to take Finau as well. And I will be taking the South African Eric Van Ruin in the without market at, I think, $21 with a sports bet. Perfect. Well, now that you've got your little like uh, little tips out there and, and picks, I'll uh, throw out my little three-person multi this week. So I've gone the group betting guys. So I've gone Tony Finau at $3.60 to beat DJ Brooks and Tommy in the field. And then I've gone Harris English at $3.40 in group betting B. He's got to beat Paul Casey, Matt Wolf, and Bubba Watson. And my last one is Scotty's Eric Van Vu can never pronounce his name properly, but I can't pronounce people's names properly all the time. He's got to beat Lucas Glover, Russell Henley, and Doc Redmill, and he's three dollars fifty. So your power boost that that goes out to forty eight dollars and fifty eight cents. Uh, it's not bad odds just to have three blokes beat another four blokes. So like on um, a Friday night, doesn't it, Louie? <laughs> Mate, I just watched, I'm a simple man. I watched a couple of games of rugby league, have a few beers, go to bed. I don't know what you're talking about. So uh, we're not on bad tour at the moment. Um, all right. So guys, there's our picks. Um, I'm going to have to jump on Tony as well. Now that all the other boys have, um, have backed him. So the three of us are on him. Um <laughs> We're going to follow him. We're going to cheer him home. I hope he wears the Kobe, Kobe shoes. Um, that'll get it done if he does. Um, before we wrap up tonight, we just uh, would like to say we've got something in store coming up. Uh, got a conversation with uh, a person that controls or is a general manager, I believe, of St. Andrew's Beach. So we're having a conversation with him over the next few days and uh, we'll put that up on the podcast as well, guys. So keep an eye out for that. We're trying to churn out as much new content as we can. Uh, So keep tuned in. Follow us on all our socials. uh, to a Golf at Instagram, Birdies and Beers, Top 100 Tour on Facey. Website, babtourgolf.com. Uh, anything else you guys you want to plug or, or say before we kick off? Uh, just a big shout out to Argie, Mr. Knight, Super Coach, coming off a win last week. Get around him. 
Beautiful. And I just like to add to everyone to gamble responsibly as well. That's a very yes, Todd Kane. message here at yeah. Bab Tour Golf. Yeah, 100% agree with you. Um, and if you're ever looking for a pokey machine, just smell the win. <laughs> that's the one that's going to get us the money, boys. All right, guys. Um, take care. Look after yourselves. Um, happy gambling. Good golfing on the weekend if you get a game. And um, talk to you all soon. See you, guys. See you, boys. Yeah.